Welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast, the one and only fitness and nutrition podcast that goes way beyond just training and nutrition. I'm your host, Cody McBroom, and with me today is our Chief Science Officer, Dr. Brandon Roberts, and we have another research review for you guys. Today, we're going to be talking about anxiety, which is actually a good one, and I think this is a this is an interesting topic because it's in my experience, it's such a wide range. You know, I've experienced anxiety, but there's also clinical levels of anxiety that I couldn't even imagine, you know? So this is a really cool topic because I think that um, as we got dive into specifically, if there's any supplements that we can take to reduce anxiety, I think it's good for the people to hear because there's, you know, there's medical standard uh, supplements and, and, you know, pharmaceuticals that can actually help with anxiety, obviously, or maybe they can or can't. We'll find out today. And then there's uh, maybe more natural ones that we can bring up that are listed here. And then also some things that we can talk about in general, uh, because even myself, I've, I've taken things uh, like, and we might may or may not get into this, but like ashwagandha, for example, because I know there is research to show it reduces anxiety, stress, cortisol, things like that. And even if I'm not going through a period of time in my life where I'm experiencing anxiety, it's something I, I often take at night because I believe in the science and I believe that it helps me sleep better potentially. And it's pretty cheap. So why not? You know? Um, so we're going to dive into this, but uh, I'll let you take it away, man. Uh, are there any supplements? Break it down for us. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there definitely are. Um, and I say this, you know, as a, as a supplement skeptic, like I don't really turn towards supplement first. Every time someone like kind of like offers some new supplement, I'm like, I don't know about that. I mean, let me, let me do my own like research. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so you did mention one, which we're not going to cover today, but I think we covered on a previous podcast, the ashwagandha. Um, and that the problem, the, the strongest effect of that supplement is um, reduction in anxiety or reduction in stress really is like when you look at the studies on it, there is um, usually some kind of survey on like how stressful is your life and they'll give it to them and they'll give them a placebo or ashwagandha and usually stress decreases and they've tested it in like people with anxiety or also like people with just to go to school and take tests, right? Exam time is kind of like anxiety inducing. So, you know, there's a couple of studies on that. Um, so I think that that's a good one. Um, another one that I came across recently is um, actually lavender, right? So um, lavender oil, you can take lavender in capsules. Uh, the main kind of component of lavender is linool. Or um, there's one other one. What's it called? Um, Linol acetate. That's right. There we go. So those two are the the active ingredients in, in lavender. Um, and so I found one meta analysis which was super cool. It's in a good journal. Um, they measured like thirty or forty different um, kind of analyses quantitatively, uh, and they found that there's a small to moderate effect, which most things have a small to moderate effect, right? Like protein plus resistance training, protein it adds a small to moderate effect um, to hypertrophy and strength and things like that. Um, so you're looking at you know a good amount of anxiety reduction in this case. And all you have to do really is either sniff, like use lavender oils as essential oils and just breathe them or you can take um, something called Selexin, which is in Germany is a drug, but in everywhere else it's considered a supplement. Um, and that's just 80 milligrams of lavender oil and you just take it and it's been shown to have some, you know, a 
moderate effects to reduce anxiety and, and other things like that. There, uh, you know, for people listening, you can get like a diffuser and you can get lavender oil and put it in diffuser and it mixes water and it just like puffs up mist. Um, my sister-in-law gifted one to me a while back and I actually used to have it in my office and there's like different ones, like different oils that you put in. It's kind of like hippie-ish and you know, but, um, I do remember the lavender being the one that was like calm. And the funny thing about what you're saying is, um, and I do think lavender works because my, we give my daughter her bath before she goes to bed. It's like a calming thing. And her bubble bath stuff is lavender. Her shampoo is lavender. <laughs> like every, the soap is lavender. Everything is lavender. Her lotion after the bath is lavender. My wife liked it all lavender because it's like she's very hyper kid. And it's like calm down <laughs> before we go to bed. Um, so that's good to know. There's some science behind uh, the soaps we use <laughs> for her. Yeah. Yeah, there was one study I found that was really cool. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trained as a like animal scientist and a, and a human researcher, but um, they actually gave lavender oil to mice and just measured how much they move because mice are super jittery if you ever work with mice. Um, and they reduced their movement by like 80% or something ridiculous. Whoa. Yeah, it was crazy. I'm like, wow, that, okay. Um, and when you look in the mechanisms, there's a mechanism. Um, I wouldn't say it's like completely proven, uh, but it works a lot like the serotonin reuptake inhibitors, which is the like anxiety drug, first line drug of choice. Um, and it just elevates serotonin by reducing a reuptake. Um, so, you know, from a mechanistic standpoint, I'm like, okay, I can get behind this. Um, and then from a kind of practical standpoint, you know, I looked through some of these studies. They're not like, I won't say they're the best quality studies in general, because it's really hard to do, you know, randomized control trials for everything, especially like something like a supplement or like a, a essential oil, which kind of falls in that herbal medicine category where most scientists are like, ah, mm, I don't know. Right. So then you're less likely to get good funding to do good research. Um, but I think there's a, like a, enough now and examining it covered it in one of their articles too, um, which kind of piqued my interest at first um, to say, you know, it's, it's worth a try if you're having problems with anxiety or maybe you just, you know, need to de-stress a little bit. So I, I thought it was kind of a neat different supplement that I haven't seen many people talk about. Yeah, I think that would be. Uh, smart, especially for people like before you resort to actual medication, because typically medications have a lot of side effects, whereas ashwagandha and, and lavender, things like that, they really don't. Um, another one I'd be curious on, and if you don't know a lot about it, I think we should do a full research review on it, is fish oil, because I know there is some uh, research on like, I want to say it was like two grams of EPA daily, which is a good amount. I mean, for me, uh, if I'm taking, so the first form fish oil that I take right now, the omega-3, it's, it's pretty high dosed. Like it's a very potent one, which I actually like, so I don't have to take as many. Um, but typically, I mean, even with those, I take five and that's five grams of fat from fish oil just to get that two grams EPA. A lot of me have to take like six, if not yeah. seven. Um, cause two grams of just EPA, it's a, it's a good amount of omega-3s, but I believe like in the research, that's where like the benefits from like a mood and a stress and anxiety perspective actually start to show. Have you, have you dug into any of that? So I, I will be honest, fish oil is one of those things where like, I haven't dug into it at all. Um, I, I rely on other people to do that research, but you know what we should do? So we, we can, we can change that though. We should do it. We should do a podcast on it. 
but then we'll maybe we can slide that into one of our like long form blog things so I can really like get into it um, because yeah there's a lot of research on fish oil showing it does lots and lots of good things yeah. like like across the board like lipid health performance like sleep like stress pretty much inflammation everything. cardiovascular yeah. yeah it's pretty nuts yeah so I think I think we should put that on the docket sometime to to really dig into. Yeah, because it it'll probably take me a while. I agree. I think I think it deserves a full blog because there's so many different aspects to take it and so much research on it. You know, it's like creatine; you can't cover that quickly because there's so many studies. But I also know that um, it, it's funny because I remember my father-in-law was trying to really like kind of get healthy and figure stuff out. Um, he it was actually he got COVID and COVID hit him pretty hard. So afterwards, he was like, all right. I need to get my shit together because he, he's one of those guys that won't gain weight no matter what. So he just ate like shit and he looked fine. But, um, so he was like, I started taking fish oil. I was like, Oh, okay. Which one you get? You know? And, and it was like the Kirkland brand from Costco and he's just taking one a day. And I was like, that's not going to do shit. You know? So I think there's like, there, that's the problem with things like this is like, it's very effective, but you need to have enough for it to do something. Otherwise you're not really doing much. You're just wasting money, just swallowing Swallowing dollar bills, you know. That's why if you go to supplement companies like the ones we've worked with in the past and like first form that we work with right now, the the serving size per day is four pills because they want you to take a good amount to actually get enough to do something with, you know. Um, and I still take more than what it says on there because I, I'm aiming for two grams of EPA. Um, but I have read a little bit. I haven't dug into the research because that's not my forte, but I've dug into a lot of reviews on the research about fish oil and um, that's what I've seen. So I would love to dive into that. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, you know, back to back to lavender a little bit. I think if you can... So the Germans are pretty strict with their their science. So um, if you want, if you didn't like the the smells, or maybe like you can't do essential oils or something, um, the Selexin tablets seem to work pretty well um, in terms of reducing anxiety. So yeah, kind of keep your eye out for that. Maybe I'll dig into some of these research articles in the meta on my Instagram. Maybe I'll do that because I need to. I've read them all, but I like I need to reread them because it was you know a couple weeks ago yeah so at the end of this um for what we talked about and anything that you didn't mention here i'm gonna throw fish oil out there obviously because i love fish oil but um lavender ashwagandha is there anything else that you would throw out that is a good natural supplement that people can be taking in order to try to improve their um anxiety um what about rhodiola I did cover the rhodiola with the coaches a little bit um, and one of the con eds. And I think it had some, some good research involved with it, but it wasn't as much as ashwagandha. So I was like, okay, if you're going to take one of these herbs, take ashwagandha first and then see how it goes and then go from there. Um, Cause there, there are a couple different herbs. Um, Bicopa is another one um, that like I, I've tried off and on, but nothing's made it into my staples of, of supplements like my vitamin D and my, my multi and stuff like that. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm looking at the ingredients on, they have a, uh, adrenal supplement at first form. And, uh, there's, there's some basic stuff in there, but ashwagandha is in there. Um, rhodiola was in there. So I wanted to ask about that. And I mean, there's other extracts that I've never even heard of. Um, so I'll have to send it over to you, but I wanted to ask about rhodiola cause that was one that I do, 
I, I've seen that many times on like stress reducing formulas and stuff. Um, and one I always, I don't know if it's tied to magnesium or not, but there's like that supplement Calm. Have you seen that? I have not seen that. I, it rings a bell though, so I've heard of it. Yeah, it's really, really popular. It's basically a magnesium supplement and most of the time it's it's like liquid form. So you would put it, um, the one I have at home is like, I got it for my wife and it's it's magnesium and melatonin in it. I know that, but I want to say there's something else in it as well, but it's like this it's like a, you put it in hot water and it like fizzes up it's like a tea but i've seen that many times like magnesium for like nighttime for recovery and stuff like that is there any link to stress reduction or anxiety or is that just purely from a, a nerve and a, a muscular perspective um so i think the magnesium stuff is more of a, a sleep kind of perspective um with like zinc and stuff i i don't know the exact mechanism off the top of my head for that one either um but i don't i don't know yeah not too sure. I wonder if any of this, I mean, you're an animal scientist, so maybe you can answer this. Uh, I wonder if any of this is in catnip. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Catnip always tripped me out. Like, it's just like this weird thing you can give a cat and it just starts going bananas. Like, the the I, I remember my friend's cat was very mean and he, like, did not like me. And he would give a catnip and it would just be the nicest fucking cat I've ever seen in my life. And it was just so weird to me. It's like legal drugs for cats. <laughs> I, I don't have a cat, but I have dogs and there are treats like that for my dogs for sure. There you go. There you go. Um, okay. Well, we're going to have to do some further research guys for you on fish oil. And, uh, I would actually also throw CBD out there. Cause I think that's one that I, now that I think about, that's one I get asked about with anxiety all the time. Um, I've never personally felt a lot of effects from CBD. Um, the one time I think it had an effect, it had a little bit of THC in it as well. Not enough to really do much, but um, from what I've read and heard from other people that are more well-versed in that realm, I, I think like uh, it kind of works like marijuana kind of works like amino acids, almost like essential amino acids and whey protein, things like that are going to be better than BCAs because it's a full spectrum of amino acids working together and they kind of play off each other. And from what I've heard, cannabinoids do the same thing. So when you actually put THC with uh, CBD, it works better. Um, but I haven't taken a lot of CBD to ever really know, but it's obviously a very, very popular product right now. Um, so it'd be interesting to, to hear more about that. And I don't know if you, if you know of any research there. Um, no, but there was a good paper that came out. I think I read it a while ago on CBD for either performance or recovery or something. Um, I want to say it was in one of the ISSN journals. I think mass. I want to say Eric Trexler reviewed it too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's out there. We just haven't quite gotten to it yet. Yeah. So, um, we'll bring those up in the future so you guys can hear and just, uh, just to not make you excited to listen for it. There was really nothing profound or exciting from what I remember on the research review. So it's not like we're holding off on any amazing things that are going to happen from CBD. So just letting you know that. Um, but great, man. I think this is perfect. Um, do you have any closing thoughts before we wrap up? No, I don't think so. Well, actually let, let me take that back. So in treating general anxiety disorder, you know, general anxiety disorder is DSM-5 disease, right? Um, the first line uh, like thing to change is lifestyle changes. And the second line is cognitive behavioral therapy. And then the third thing they try is drugs. So kind of keep that in mind because it's the same exact thing when you're trying to lose weight or like obesity, treat obesity. It's like drugs are always last. Yeah. Um, supplements are 
probably right before drugs because they don't require a prescription. Um, so that's kind of how I look at treating different issues or maybe just helping performance or recovery in general. 100%. Yeah, I, I always say this lightly because I don't want people to I'm not a doctor, so I just want to make that clear. But I've worked with a lot of people who um, have have actually gotten off of anxiety medication, and I don't think it's because I've done anything special. I think I don't even remember if we took anything like ashwagandha or lavender or anything like that. Maybe, um, but the big thing was they weren't training a lot, they weren't moving a lot, they weren't sleeping well. So like we really just changed those habits, and then they had somebody to talk to on a regular basis as a coach which sometimes it's not even anything special that we're saying. It's just the fact that we're saying anything, you know, and, and those things allowed them to get off anxiety medication and that helped their lifestyle quite a bit. You know, it's, it's kind of a compounding effect. If you can do the lifestyle factors and activity factors in order to get off of it, then that compounds on top of it because when we can reduce the other symptoms that those anxiety medications could potentially cause, it's usually a really good thing. It's a game changer. So um, 100% yeah. agree. Uh, all right. So guys, we will come back with some more, uh, stuff on some of these other supplements. Otherwise just stay tuned for the next research review. If you like this podcast, do us a favor and leave us a five-star rating and review. Take a screenshot of the show, post it on your Instagram story and tag myself at Cody McBroom and tag Brandon at brob underscore 21. We want to thank you for listening and share it on our story as well. We'll catch you next time.